Welcome to Don't Change My Life. Hi, I'm Sydney, and I don't really like life change, but we all have to deal with it. This is a podcast about changes in life, resisting them, embracing them, and ultimately asking, does anyone else relate to this? Moving and dating, graduating, new jobs, we've all been there or are going through it. Hopefully, this podcast will feel like a conversation that you're a part of between me and my friends and family, and we're just sitting across the table from each other with a coffee talking about changes in life and how to deal with them. Join me. Corey and Aaron join me to talk about college. Corey, Aaron, and I lived in a big house with nine other people called 625, and we talk about that. We talk about the community that we found in college, how we dealt with graduation, fighting fear, the importance of friendship, and accepting change in life. Also, our internet connection was not on our side, so there are bits of lag here and there, but regardless, I hope that you are able to learn something from these two amazing people. Corey and Aaron. Um, okay, so I'll just start off, I guess. Um, what is one word that you would choose to describe your college experience? I forget where the microphone is. Are you recording this now? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pose a question to one of us, or should we just both Corey, speak at the same time? what I'm is one word? You. <laughs> that you would choose to, like to describe your college yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Go first. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, my college experience. Let's say. Hmm. I really don't. No, like energetic. Just because I felt like I was like constantly doing something. I was yeah. always very busy, and not like. Now, when I'm busy, it's usually because I'm doing something for work and then have 10,000 other things that are pulling at me. Um, Like, the busy now is stressful. And the busy then, I thought, was more, like, entertaining, Mm -hmm. energetic. It's like you chose. That makes sense. Just like, yeah. So, Aaron, what were your emotions before JMU versus at JMU? Like, before you went to JMU, what were your emotions about, like, college and JMU? <laughs> Gotta talk about your emotions now. Oh, emotions. I ain't got um, emotions. I would say before I went to JMU, I was super excited about getting into college, as most high school seniors are. Um, I like got into JMU as my first choice. And so I was super excited, excited to move away from home, away from parents. Um, But then when I got there, it was kind of a tricky transition. It was Mm. the first two years were pretty rough. Um, But then once I got involved with crew, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, um, um, some good community. (laughs) really helped my transition yeah I feel like well yeah for all of us I mean we were all involved in crew so that was a huge part of our college experience yeah. all right what about you Corey whoop, whoop. shout out to Jesus I'm like, um let's see um 
I guess like emotional. If you really want me to get down, mm-hmm. down to I the want you to get gritty. nitty gritty of the um, emotions. I had. Oh, oh yes. Um, <laughs> I had no idea how to manage my emotions. <laughs> so, um, I never really took the time to think about them until I actually got to college and got involved with crew, where mm-hmm. I met a bunch of girls who who were in my small group and they literally pulled it out of me against my will. Um, so, I mean, I guess some of the emotions that I could like put a, a label on now, like coming into JMU, um, I was very excited. Just like Aaron was saying, you know, it's a chance that, you know, you're breaking out of your parents' house and you get to be free and all this, you know, you get to stay up late and, you know, go get food whenever you want or whatever kind of food you wanted didn't matter what was being made for dinner at home um so I was very excited but it did come with you know dabbles of fear you know you're coming to a new place you're Mm going to be living with thousands of other people you're going to be taking classes with people that you haven't been going to school with for 12 years or 13 years I guess because kindergarten counts (laughs) um but yeah I guess like excited fear was the biggest thing and then once I broke out and like got a community with people that genuinely cared about me um and got me to do things that were a little outside of my comfort zone um that's when things really started to thrive for me yeah yeah I feel like for me I was very like when I was looking to college, JMU wasn't my first choice, so I guess going to JMU, I had the mentality that I wasn't there to make friends, because I was going to, like, transfer out initially. Um, Ah, I know, but, like, (laughs) but, obviously, like, I, well, I did marching band, and so that was kind of crazy and overwhelming, and then I kind of just, like, got pulled into crew, because um, I, like, stumbled upon it, and then, like, people around me were in crew like physically in the dorm um and so I wasn't so involved but like that was definitely probably like the best community I had joined my freshman year and the reason why I ended up staying at JMU um was crew and uh, just like you like those relationships were important because they were like people were actually caring about you and those weren't necessarily relationships I had had before where people were like, let's be vulnerable and, like, talk about emotions and stuff. And you're like, yeah, you know what? absolutely awful. <laughs> what was the most important thing for you at JMU? Was it um, community or academics or, like, extracurriculars or um, Harrisonburg? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Um, for me, at least, it was definitely one hundred percent the community because, yeah. um, like in high school, it's not like I didn't have friends or anything. Like I have folks from my high school that I still stay in contact contact with, and I still consider them really good friends. Um, but like majority of the friendships that I had in high school were very, um, I guess, surface level would be the right thing. Um, they, I don't know, like, we bonded over, like, sports teams that we played on or, you know, the classes that we had to take together. Like, um, a lot of 
the friends that I had were because of like, they're very circumstantial, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, we just decided to be friends in school together forever, um, grew up together. So like, we're going to be friends. Um, so coming to JMU, um, none of my true, like, I guess my genuine friends in high school were going to JMU. So like, I was kind of off in left field. Um, and so I really took this opportunity to, um, I guess spread my wings a little bit and try to dive into a community. And when I did, I chose crew as my number one. Um, and the folks that I met there, you know, when they were getting to know me, like they were asking me hard questions and like Mm -hmm. truly getting to know all of like the deep stuff in my life, um, that I hadn't really had before, like in high school. Um, and so that community, um, being with so many people that cared about me, um, you know, wanted to know about how my day was or, you know, when I was going through something tough, like they were there for me in ways that were good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, you talk about like the five love languages. Um, so like the people that I met in these genuine communities, like knew my love language and would, you know, help me in that way. Yeah. I guess. Does that yeah. make sense? I feel like in a way, like, like you said, like, I feel like that's pretty typical where in high school you have friends kind of out of like convenience. Cause like you're in all these classes together or you are like on a team together. But then when you have the freedom to pick your friends in college, um, and especially in crew, we had, we were in, and I feel like I had never been in like in a Christian community like that where people genuinely cared. They weren't just asking how you're doing just because you're supposed to, but people would go out of their way for you. And then that also sets you up for the rest of your life where you're like, well, this is my standard of relationships I want essentially, right? Where it's like, Uh I recognize that I need people in my life who are like pouring into pouring into me um but like you know just saying good being giving you um affirmation and keeping you accountable and loving you well and knowing how to love you well you know these are like our you kind of learn okay this is like the community I want to be around for the rest of my life (laughs) do you have anything to add how about you (laughs) Erin looking at you Yes. Um, same. Definitely community drew me to JMU because um they just have such an amazing culture there and um like everybody just seems to care about one another and they open the doors for people and especially getting involved with crew, um, finding a small group of people that genuinely like care about you. Um, that was super important and also helped me get through a lot of hard things mm-hmm. um you know my first two years freshman and sophomore year I tried to focus on academics and I didn't put a lot of time and effort into community and that's when I just started to really struggle personally and um when I realized this after sophomore year I put a lot more time into uh, developing community and developing friendships and I just noticed like so much more success in college because of that. Um, and like, you know, college, it's not just for academics. That's something I had to learn. It's literally like, um, it's literally just so much more than that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I felt like, yeah, like in 
I remember my sophomore year, I feel like I kind of isolated myself more. And, like, the fact that, like, the next two years, um, when, like, you're more intentional about community, it just, like, it makes everything so much better. And it makes, I mean, you look back and you're like, college was, I mean, it makes you sad to leave, which we're going to talk about. But, yeah. Okay, we're just going to go straight to this. So, like, our college experience, long story short, I mean, we all lived in, like, a house together the last two years, and um, uh-huh. that was great. Um, and that was a great... It was special on all sorts of levels. On all sorts of levels. Um, that was a good, easy community to be a part of, though, because, like, you could literally walk... Like, I could walk next to the next room... And talk to Corey, and then I could go up the stairs, God forbid, and talk to Aaron. <laughs> Thanks um, for putting the effort, Sid. <laughs> um, That's effort for community. Yeah, that was the that was the amount of effort I was putting. In. <laughs> I was um, but that was like a really special kind of community to be a part of, though, because like we were all there, and a lot of us hung out with each other. You, anyways, because, like, on the weekends, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Let's just, like, lay in Corey's bed <laughs> and watch movies or whatever, <laughs> like, and, you know, get yeah. Mexican food. Or I'd was... come home from class and you all would be in my bed watching movies. <laughs> I remember coming when you went out of the country and we were still watching my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but I remember coming home one time with my grandma and my mom to because they had come up to visit and I opened my door and there's like a whole passel of you guys and you're just hanging out <laughs> my mom's like what are you guys doing like they do this often <laughs> well to be fair like once you got into your bed it was pretty hard to get out physically <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of just sunk in um so that was a unique community, but it made it really hard, um, to leave because after graduation, I mean, you, we all did different things and some of us stayed in Harrisonburg, but, um, what, what were your, um, emotions after graduation? Well, which, which time I graduated because my emotions after undergrad are much different than my emotions after graduate. So, um, um I mean, I guess like my emotions after, um, dang this lag. I know (laughs) what you say. Um, I'll say undergrad because that's like what we've been talking about. And then you could talk about grad. Yeah. That was like a year ago, but yeah. Um, so I guess my emotions after undergrad were, um, like, I, I don't know, like pretty complacent because I knew I was going to be sticking around for grad school. Um, the biggest thing that really harped on me was that like, like you were saying, like not everybody stayed for graduate school. So, you know, this huge community that I had built up for four years, um, and, you know, all my friends, we were all, like, going different directions, and um, I was still going to be in JMU. Um, and so, even, like, going into my grad year, um, you know, I still 
was in the same area where all of this awesome community took place. I was still in Harrisonburg. I, um, you know, like was still taking classes and um, still in the JMU culture, but it was just so different because the main people in my community that I had built up for four years weren't there anymore. Uh, and it was a lot harder. And, um, you know, after graduating, didn't have crew, um, which is where a lot of my community came from. And that was also hard. So, you know, trying to get plugged into your church more, um, is what I was, you know, going after. Um, and that's a whole other rabbit hole I can dive into later, Mm -hmm. um, about plugging into a church. Um, but I guess like, and fear hit me again because I was like, what am I going to do for community now? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it was hard, really hard. Yeah. 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 yeah graduation was super tough. I started grieving the day I graduated, like back in January, mm-hmm. like months before graduation, because okay, I knew that most of my friends were going to go on to go to grad school at JMU and stick around. But my plans after graduation was to move to Florida, to Orlando, Florida. And so it was really hard just like not knowing what community was going to look like down there Um, and having to leave all my friends who were going to live together the next year um, up there. And so, yeah, like I think fear was a big emotion with that just fear of the unknown, fear of, like, losing touch with these awesome friends that I made. Um, But, you know, ultimately, like, you can't worry too much about things or else, you know, you'll go down a spiral. So um, I just trusted what God had in store for me. And, like, intentionality was super important, just Mm -hmm. being intentional with keeping up with friends and checking in on people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like very much the same. Like, I felt like I started, even though I did grad school at JMU, and I, but I was going home for the summer, and then I wasn't living with, like, even though I was, like, in Harrisonburg, I wasn't living, like, with all the people I lived with before. So I felt like I started grieving months before, just at the loss, I guess, of, like, 625. And then that whole summer, uh, actually, no, I was in Harrisonburg the whole summer. So scratch that. But I felt like it was kind of weird. Like, I was kind of trying to appreciate that summertime because it was like all of us you know were there and like Corey like we like I don't know like we were on the front porch like the whole summer so I was trying to like appreciate that but at the same same time like people were leaving every week and I'm like constantly just like reflecting on college in a way that I had done in high school um and so it was just a weird time that immediate like change and then you know, all grad school is so weird. And that whole first year out of after graduation, I feel like is just a weird time. And like, people have jobs and they're getting married and like, it's weird. And then we got and then Corey and I graduated again. And then it's like, (laughs) real life sets in. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Aaron, for you, like you, Yeah, I don't think I agree with high school. No, it's weird because I was like, did I feel this way when I went to high school? The no. Is that- yeah. Um, Aaron, you kind of yeah. like had a job though, essentially. I mean, Corey and I were like going to school, but how was that like getting into that like 
new routine, I guess, and just changing your daily life. Moving across. <laughs> Moving to Florida. States. <laughs> um, definitely that summer was super tough. And like up until, um, you know, my dad dropped me off in Orlando, it was just like overwhelming. Like, what in the heck am I doing? I made a mistake. I want to go back up to JMU um, and be with friends. But Zoom from uh, once I got there and once I started my job I just absolutely fell in love with it and um like my passion is to work with high schoolers and that's what I got to do and so constantly just like I just saw the Lord's provision and I saw the Lord like really showing me that this is where he wanted me and so that gave me a ton of peace and that helped out so much yeah yeah um yeah I felt like that was just like um like, especially after I found, like, especially after you graduate from college, like, nothing, whereas, like, the whole rest of, before in, like, your life, you know what to expect every year. Now, even if you, like, you have a job, you don't necessarily know what to expect next year. And so I feel like every, it's just, like, a new, it's just new. Yeah, and you just have to trust whatever's given to you at that time and do your best. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. It's a weird time. Um, any comments, Corey? I don't know. That was like the comments question for a minute. Like, I guess you guys can talk about how you've found community after graduation, but what's one thing, what is something that has changed about you since graduation? I guess like for me, like, um, I, I mean, I think a lot of things have changed just like personally. Um, but one struggle I had was finding community, especially after, um, like student teaching and then moving home with my parents and not really having community here. So I had to go out of my way to find that. And I mean, whereas in like in college, it was just kind of like not that hard to find community. Um, so I feel like I, like I've, been able to find a community and church and, and stuff like that, but it's taken a lot more effort. Like I kind of had to force myself to do that because it wasn't comfortable or natural to like meet new people who I've, I have no connection to. And it's actually been really cool because like in my community group at church, there are people from JMU who are in it and like Andy Voltmer is in it. And like, it's just really cool the way that that worked out where, um, I like pushed myself to do something, find community, and then ended up like finding good things in that. And I mean, the community's good, anyways. Um, yeah. Also, her name is Annie Sharmack now. Oh, that's right. That's right. My bad. Formerly Annie. <laughs> Remember people getting married? That's hashtag um, super weird. I forgot that people um. got married and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, going off of your Sid, um, yeah, that's honestly probably what I would say is, like, the intentionality that I have to have in any kind of, like, like relationships or finding my community area. Um, yeah. Because I guess, like, right after graduation, I um, was like, well, I'm done with crew now. Like, I don't really want to go to crew because 
during grad year because it's just kind of, I don't know, like, it's, it's just weird. Like, I don't know a lot of the people now because I'm old. Um, and like, yeah. my people aren't there anymore. So it's just really weird. So I was like, okay, I'm done with crew. So I need to find like community in my church. And I tried to find community in the church that I was going to. Um, but I just didn't feel like it was, I don't know, like giving me what I needed, um, which is what I like. I mean, now looking back on it, like I was essentially finding a new crew um, through church, which is not, I don't know, trying mm-hmm. to find things that crew gave me, like, you know, a bunch of like different events, I guess, to like go and hang out with my friends. Yeah. Um, You're like measuring it against what, what real you know. adulthood looks like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really had to put in a lot more effort, like you were saying, um, to like reach out to my friends to do things. Um, because one, I wasn't living with my friends anymore. Like I couldn't just go right next door and say, Hey, Sid, let's go, um, go get ice cream or something. I had to, you know, text somebody and then we had to plan around our schedules Mm and gosh, that's awful. Um, and then like on top of all of that, like I was also now like a live-in nanny and um student teaching and it was just a lot of work and a lot of stress um because you know even though you know I didn't have like crew I still need to get that community because I needed somebody to like process things with because you know coming to college you learn how to like process your emotions Mm -hmm. um so I needed somebody to like do that with um and it wasn't as easily accessible and so still having to like reach out um and, you know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, like, it wasn't something that I necessarily had to do before. Um, like, I mean, you still text your friends in college, but like, a lot of the time, all I had to do was walk down the hallway and somebody was there. Um, and so really having to work on my intentionality and making sure that I was taking care of myself in that way. Um, because I'm a very social person. I like to be around people who like to talk to people. Um, and it wasn't as easy for me to do that after graduation, because I it wasn't as accessible to me. And so, yeah. Yeah. Really being intentional with my relationships is something has changed. I feel like, like you said, those things, um, we didn't, after graduation, you don't really have that accessibility. And I feel like I talk about loneliness all the time, but I feel like everyone kind of goes through this phase where they're like, does anybody else feel like this? Like I don't have friends easily accessibly, easily near me. And I'm used to having that. And now I am like by myself on a Friday night and it kind of sucks. And, um, so in some ways it's okay to be alone and we didn't have a ton of alone time in 65, but like, that's okay. But, but you also, like you said, you have to be super intentional and even with your old relationships, like, you know, you can get so caught up, especially in work now, cause we all have jobs and you can easily just forget to reach out to people um, but you also need those close people in your life because you do, you can't, you know, you can't just focus on your job and, and all that. So I feel like that all kind of ties together with like, you me- can't go through life by yourself. Yeah. 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 Isolation and loneliness are such a real thing after graduation, yeah. especially moving down to a new city, like by <clears throat> myself, no, like Like, I had one friend in Orlando, but ultimately I had to start from the ground up. And I had to put effort into going to a new church and joining a small group there with people I didn't know um, and just making these new relationships. But 
like our comfort zone says to not try our comfort zone is like you know what like it's fine you don't actually need friends like just watch a movie or something instead you have to fight that um in order to put yourself out there and because community is just so vital especially Mm -hmm. after you graduate yeah even in my like community group in Charlottesville which is like literally where I grew up um I would have to fight to like go to my community group I'd be like okay I don't want to do this I'm tired but this will benefit me in the long run and so you just have to push through it and it's like you said it's uncomfortable and um I feel like a lot of after graduation stuff is just like fighting against what you're comfortable with yeah well you mentioned earlier about what's something about you that's changed after graduation and definitely risk taking is something that changed in me like Mm -hmm. in college and in high school everything was just easy you know you just you did what you did you went to class you went to your clubs and organizations um but after graduation um you really do have to get out of your comfort zone and choose courage over fear um because like you're not going to truly live your life if you just live out of fear and so definitely like moving to Orlando just naturally instilled courage in me because um yeah new yeah. adventures and stuff but definitely yeah 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 another thing that changed in me I guess is that I learned how to budget money because taxes coming out of a paycheck suck um and you still have a bunch of bills to pay and student loans blow yeah so you know really like actually taking control of like your finances is something that you have to get a hold of or like you're gonna go belly up and it's it's like a real and scary thing but like actually taking the time to like sit down and make a budget for yourself. And then you have to stick to the budget, which is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a sucker for a good spreadsheet. And so same, like same. I love making budgets and like editing my budgets. Um, but like sticking to it is definitely hard, but it's something that has changed in me um, because I have to survive off of my paycheck. So um, yeah, that was another thing that like really was super important after graduation yeah I feel like too like after um especially after being in the the special community that we were in where people were always like checking in on us and you know we were in a small group and then we had the like discipleship mentorship kind of thing and we constantly had people checking in on us I felt like my mental health was a big thing I started to focus on after graduation especially because of like loneliness and depression and then having a new job and all these different changes, I had to like, take a, like, take a step back and think about how do I take care of my mental health and how do I take care of myself when I don't have people asking me how I'm doing all the time. And that also has to do with community and um, letting people know how you feel, which is uncomfortable. (laughs) But um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Resting. (laughs) Not being at work, like, all the time. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being first-year teacher, you are constantly trying to – because, like, 
don't know, being a teacher, one of your like biggest things is that you need to like collect resources and all that kind of stuff. And like when you're a first year teacher, you don't have your resources that you can just pull from yet. So it takes a lot of time. And so one thing that like I had to also like learn was rest and how to you know, take care of my mental health. Because if I was staying at school a ton, um, then I would just be like drained. And then when I would come in the next day, like I wouldn't be able to give like my hundred percent self, Mm -hmm. um, to my students, which was, you know, inadvertently like hurting myself in the end. Um, and so like really having to be able to say no, Mm -hmm. um, not only to myself, but to other people. Um, so like that was another thing. It's like, I would love to like try to reach out and like hang out with friends and stuff. But like, sometimes I had to say no because I need to like take care of myself and rest, which is not something that I do very well. I also don't know how to say no to people when they need help and um, reach out to me for help. And so I'm always like, yeah, sure. I would love to do that for you. Like, please let me help you. I'm a very service oriented person. And Mm -hmm. so I've had to learn how to say no in order to make sure that I am taking care of myself to best take care of other people too. Yeah. So that's, that's that's like a personal thing I had to do. I relate to that too, because I felt like I was always trying to balance resting and saying no. And then also not wanting to like be alone, even though I'm like, I'm so tired, but like, I want to hang out with people, you know? And so trying to balance that. And then also thinking like, okay, if as a first year teacher, like not everything has to be perfect. And like you said, like you either are going to have like the perfectly planned stuff and then come in the next day and be exhausted or have enough energy the next day. So (laughs) this lag is like, (laughs) I'm sorry. This is going to be weird, like, the recording. I'm going to, like, chime into everything five minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we haven't been talking about that question, but thanks for the input. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I definitely found myself clinging to busyness. (laughs) And, um... Never mind. Sorry. No, no, no. Yes, Aaron. I'm listening. <laughs> I was just laughing because, like, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Well, then I got to gather my thoughts. But, yeah, I definitely found myself Aaron, trying to get us back on track. Glory, shut up. <laughs> it's the lag. I'm sorry. I talk when it's quiet. I swear. <laughs> Third time. Um. But yeah, I definitely found myself clinging to busyness because it's easy um, to throw yourself into work and then it kind of masks your loneliness. And um, when, you know, you're working all the time, you don't notice how lonely you actually are and how actually in need of friends you are. Um, And so, like, I got to the point where on weekends I hated to be alone. I hated to be in my apartment alone. Mm-hmm. I constantly had to be doing something so that I wasn't reminded of um, just, like, being alone in Orlando. And so um, that's something I've definitely had to process through and realize and then, um, like, put more intentionality into developing relationships. Yes. 
yes, the loneliness sucks. And that, like, I totally resonated with because, like, I also keep myself super busy. But, like, in the mm-hmm. times where I didn't have something to do or I didn't have somebody to talk to, like, then I started, like, reaching out to, like, dating apps. Mm-hmm. And, like, that has been awful yeah. as well. Um, and that doesn't and help so, with like, the loneliness if either. If I didn't have somebody like, to oh. immediately talk to, I would... stupid lag i swear but you know it's like oh well Um, yeah it definitely doesn't help the loneliness aaron's cracking up because i keep saying things i I don't know what's going on (laughs) i don't know what's going on just dating this is fine this is a normal conversation for best go yeah okay i'm gonna talk now please stop talking i'm talking now Okay, um, but yeah, so, like, with the loneliness, um, like, I would reach out to, like, the dating apps, and then, like, I'd have somebody to talk to for a while, but then, like, it wouldn't super lead to where I wanted it to lead to, and then I just felt even more lonely, because I was like, crap, (laughs) like, this is going nowhere, (laughs) nowhere well, um, and so then, like, I'd put effort into talking to this person and then it would just be gone. And then, um, there'd be another person and then they'd be gone. And then another person and they'd be gone. And it was bad, bad, bad situations. And so like that didn't help loneliness either. And, you know, going through life thinking like, Hey, I'm a decent person. Like I should be in a relationship with somebody, uh, sucks. And dating apps have not been, been great for that either. Um, and now, uh, I'm actually back home with my parents for the summer before, like in a weird time in between me moving into my new apartment. Um, and so like, I have had like times where I felt lonely here just because Mm -hmm. like, you know, I hang out with my mom. That's, she's great. Love her to death. (laughs) But like, I don't know, like I want to go hang out with friends and I, you know, I can't hang out with friends right now because of freaking Rona, but <laughs> that's a whole different situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know where I was going with all this. I mean, all of the mini interviews totally lost my thing. <laughs> I totally agree with the dating app thing, though, because you get it because you, uh, I guess essentially you want to uh, – get to know somebody who eventually will like really appreciate you for you. And, um, but if it never makes it to that, <laughs> so no. they it's suck. usually just a bust and then they you suck. just feel sad. So Exactly. You feel sad and lonely all over again. Yeah. Which is not the point. It's like the worst cycle. It's the worst. Aaron, tell us about your situations. With the boys. Um, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you too. Appreciate you, Sydney Smith. Yeah. The lag is just cracking me up. Um, all right. Well, this was fun. Sorry. Okay. No, so she's no longer here. Signing okay. off. From um, thanks, Corey and Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's waving goodbye. Oh, do you want me to say you're welcome?
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Let's try that again. Try that again. Thanks, Corey. Try that again. Go. <laughs> you're welcome. This is so fun. This is so fun. Um, yeah. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you learned something. Maybe it's relatable. If not, I hope you were entertained. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.